You're listening to episode 5 of Tiger Roll, The People's Horse. At the end of episode 4, after a really successful start to his racing career, towards the end of 2014, Tiger Roll was pulled up in a race in Down Royal in Northern Ireland, where things didn't look good. I think I jumped about four hurdles and I had to pull him up. He went wrong behind. And they're being followed. Tiger Rose being pulled up and King of the Picks right. And just didn't feel right. He pulled up lame. Caught into a broken pelvis as he pulled up with what looked like a broken pelvis. Whatever happened that day, whether it broke his heart or what happened, it took us a long, long time to get him back. Everyone's worst fears didn't come true. Tiger didn't actually break his pelvis, nor did there seem anything wrong with him the morning after the race. So with no long-term effects physically showing, Tiger returned to training in the yard and seemed fit and healthy. And a month after he was pulled up and down Royal, Tiger raced in the Christmas festival at Leopardstown in December 2014. Hurricane fly and Tiger roll trying to improve on the outside. And still that Leopardstown race saw Tiger race against some older, more experienced horses. And Brian Cooper was riding Tiger that day. Yeah, he was taking on Hurricane Fly and Jet Ski, two of the probably the top two mile hurdles we've seen in the last decade, really. And it was just decent ground. Now, Leopard Sound, he was probably run off his feet a bit earlier on. Just wasn't up to that, you know, that level of champion hurdle class, really, you know. He's unbeaten at Leperstown and he beats Jeski, the current champion, in a thriller Arctic Fire. A very creditable third, and they're well cleared of the others. Tiger finished second last in that race. And over the next two months, Tiger ran in two more races, finishing third and fourth. A month later again, in March 2015, Tiger, who just turned five years old now, he was back at the big one, the Cheltenham Festival. They're on their slow walk forward, just waiting for the clock to tick. Trying to follow up on his Triumph Hurdle heroics from just a year earlier. So the Labrooks World Hurdle Field... The flag is raised and they're approaching the starting point, three miles in front of the field. And they're off and racing. The bookies had Tiger as a 50 to 1 outsider in this race. And no hoper. And they were right. He finished 13th out of the 16 runners. And he didn't seem like the same horse that had won at Cheltenham just 12 months earlier. After Cheltenham 2015, Tiger ran again a month later, finishing last in his race at Punchestown. It was now more than a year since Tiger had won a race. Something had to change. And so his trainer Gordon Elliott, together with his owner Michael O'Leary, they decided to give Tiger a break from racing. Almost a full year, in fact. And that summer... Tiger spent his days grazing and relaxing at his owner's home in Jigginstown House Stud. Well, summer holidays come back in, like every one of them, they go back there, you know, it's, it's like going to Butlins. You, go, you get treated like a king. Tiger had had lots of little niggles, sometimes lame, all signs that he was just out of sorts, really. And so the plan was to give Tiger a little time to grow up, to settle down and to fall back in love with horse racing again. He came back just, you know, do the same as the rest of them when he came back. So he was in the system and he was doing the same things every day. There was no wow factor about him then. He was just, he was another horse. I'm Rory Cleary, a flat jockey. I got the leg up on Tiger Roll in Dundalk in a two-mile flat maiden 
In March 2016, Tiger finally returned to the racetrack. And for him, back to where it all began. Running on the flat with no fences. He was off the track for nearly a year and it was his first run back. I suppose Gordon thought it was a great opportunity to get him back started and get, get back on the on the go. Um, I wanted to give him a gallop just to open his pipes up and just see who gave a bit of confidence in him. What was happening here was exactly what had happened to Tiger three years earlier when Nigel Hawke and Mark Quinlan had got inside Tiger's head and helped him find his mojo. Well, no matter as much work as you do at home, when you get them away, you get them to the race course, whether it be, it be a gallop or a race, it gets their blood up. And for me, that, that's the most getting them on the lorry and doing that is, is the whole job, you know. Gordon hadn't trained Tiger any differently over the last 12 months. He just kept him at home and stuck with him, believing that somewhere inside of him, he was still a good racehorse. But that wasn't enough. He needed Tiger to believe that too. And on this Wednesday evening meeting at Dundalk, it was now up to Tiger and his jockey Rory Cleary to prove that. Gordon, I think, always had high expectations of him. When he was legging me up, he says, don't worry if he doesn't win today because he knows he's going to improve again from today. And if a horse can look happy and have a pep in his step, Tiger was that horse. He was gleaming, his coat was gleaming. He was lovely, nice plaits in his mane, his tail was plaited, he was... He looked a million dollars, he just, he looked the pick of the paddock. He walked around at the start, so nice, quite steady. He was a gentleman to, to, to ride at the races, um, into the stalls. Stood there nice, quiet, and then as the gates opened, jumped jumped a little bit sluggish, and then he got he got kind of going, and got up, up behind the leaders, and the whole way throughout the race, he just was lovely, nice flow about him. He, just so uncomplicated, nice and straightforward. And then comes Tiger rolling fourth, so Roston next. Lovely little horse to ride, great attitude, really wanted to do everything for you. Nice, straightforward, simple ride. As they race round the turn, play right. Entering the straight, I thought I had a, a right big chance of going on and winning. And he took up, took, took up the running in about two down. Still thought I was gonna gonna win. Inside the last 200 now, and it's Sir Roston on the near side of Tiger Roll as they run up towards the finish. Sir Roston and Pat Spullen beat Tiger Roll with. Fortunate, um, I just got ran down the last furlong, beat half a length. Not many people would have paid much attention to Tiger Roll finishing second in a flat race in Dundalk, but his trainer Gordon Elliott knew, more than 18 months on from his previous win that this was the first sign in a long time that Tiger was back enjoying his racing. Ran well on the day. There was nothing wow about it, but it was just nice to get him back and have him galloping through the line. That was probably the first day we saw a little bit of light back in him. and Great. But just as soon as it seemed Tiger was coming back in form, his next two races under jockey Brian Cooper showed that it wasn't going to be that easy. I rode him in a handicap hurdle in entry. Um, he travelled well for long rain, thought he was going to run a big race, but still just didn't seem to finish out his race that well. And um, obviously, look, there was a, there was something I missed, but sometimes you just have to keep persevering until the, the right day clicks. That 2016 season finished with Tiger being pulled up in another race. Tiger was now about six and a half years old, and some serious questions were beginning to be asked. Was it over for him? Were his best days behind him? Was his Cheltenham hurdle win from two years ago a flash in the pan? This is what's at the heart of most sport. When results aren't going your way, 
you still have that hope that the good days will return. But racehorses cost money. Tiger had had the last two summers off, but in the summer of 2016, he was going to have to prove himself or he'd be sold on. Brian Cooper. Yeah, I remember, I think he, he was at the Jigginstown do a, a, a clear at the end of every, kind of around September time. You know what horses that are, aren't probably paying their way from them and aren't, are finding things a bit hard in Ireland because racing is so competitive. So there would have been a few more opportunities. Over the last few years, Tiger hadn't grown taller, but he had become wider. More muscle, more strength. Remember, Tiger was bred as a flat horse. He became a jumper almost by accident and his physical growth and shape was catching everyone off guard. He should have stopped growing by now, as jockey Davy Russell remembers. But he was a mature horse in his stature, as in he wasn't over big, and his growing was done, he didn't get any bigger. Typically, national hunt bred horse could keep growing until they're six, whereas Tiger Oll seemed to have that done when he was four. But little do we know, he's actually still strengthening up in himself. The, the width in between both his hips ha, has broadened out more and broadened out his shoulders. And It doesn't typically happen to a, a flat horse. They usually have reached that maturity, whereas maybe he fooled us a little bit. At this stage, trainer Gordon Elliott figured Tiger was ready for a new challenge. And because of his increasing strength and muscle, that Tiger might be ready to go chasing that's the next step up from hurdling, where you jump birch fences about four and a half foot tall, and if you hit them, you'll probably fall. March 31st, 2016, was the day Tiger ran in his first race over fences in Ballinrobe, and jockey Jack Kennedy was on board. I think the race was late on in the card, and it was a, a glorious evening there. The, the sun was shining, and... Uh, it was nice and warm. It was a, a typical um, summer evening race. And White flag is raised and they're off. Gordon had given me, give me my instructions. I was told that evening to, to jump off, sort of up with the pace and maybe out a little bit. They make their way up the far side. Not too wide, but just to give him a little, let him see his fences because it was his first run over fences down to the first fence. Making their way up now towards the first and rising just in the lead is... What a trainer and jockey are hoping for from a horse who jumps fences is that the horse judges the fence himself, knows when to take off before the fence, doesn't leap too high over it, wasting energy, and just brushes their belly over the top without breaking stride. He pricked his ears and had a good look at what he was doing and popped out over it and just got into a lovely rhythm jump and then he's uh, you kind of can just leave him do what he wants to do himself and let him figure it out he's uh, he's very clever you don't have to help him in any way you know so um, these five a couple of lengths cleared of tiger roll as they make their way towards number three but i can remember losing my position a little bit um the ground was very quick and it was two miles he jumped so well then it, I was able to get back into the race again Tiger Roll now comes to challenge Buster got into top gear once we straightened up it's Tiger Roll and Jack Kennedy striding right away up towards the finish Tiger Roll went I got a great feel off him that day it, he, it was like he was back to his old self 
with his first win in about 20 months and a win at his first attempt over fences, Tiger's connections were nervously pleased. Although they weren't quite sure if this was the start of the road back or another glimpse of what he could do, only to then stop doing it again. Ballon Robe, that was great, but again, it wasn't, the form wasn't to say that he was going to, going to do what he'd done, you know. The race suited on the day and, and he won it, so it was great. But it was just nice to have his head back in front of him. Fences were another new challenge for Tiger. And this win showed Gordon something else, that Tiger was falling back in love with racing. I think confidence is a, is a massive thing with any horse. And, you know, I think he really enjoyed it. And he did go through a lull patch. You know, he went a year and a half, probably without doing much or two years. But, you know, a lot of help from, you know, a lot of different vets, our backmen, our farriers, and, and the lads out in the yard. A lot of work went into him getting them back. As that summer rolled on, Tiger continued to enjoy his racing. He won his next race a few weeks later in Kilbegan, then followed up with a few second-place finishes, as well as a fourth-place and an appearance at the Galway Festival, which saw him cross the line in first place, but without his jockey Brian Cooper, who'd fallen off him towards the end of the race. That was one of the sorest things I've ever done off Tiger Roll in Galway. Punctured my lung and lacerated my liver at the festival. As the autumn of 2016 began to close in, Tiger Roll was entered in a relatively big race in Limerick, the Munster National, with a prize fund of €100,000. Yeah, so in Dunhamoyder, I'm a jockey, a free dance jockey. Sure, I was lucky enough to ride Tiger Roll in the Munster National in uh, 2016, uh, it was, yeah. Dunna had actually only found out that morning that he was going to ride Tiger. He was a young jockey, 20, learning his trade, and this was a good opportunity for him. And he had heard of Tiger. He had a reputation at the time that he probably wasn't a fantastic, quite a natural jumper over um, the bigger obstacles. He, he didn't get too high over his jumps. Yeah, he didn't spend too much time in the air. So I was just delighted to be riding for the likes of Gordon, the likes of uh, Michael and Eddie O'Leary, the Gigginstown stud. Like, that's what I grew up dreaming of, like riding for them kind of people. And uh, so I head out to Gordon and, and the owners and um, you get your instructions. And uh, Gordon said, if you ha- he has a chance, he said, if you're in a chance, don't hit the front too soon. The one thing that he did tell me to do, I didn't listen to him. I remember getting the leg up on the horse and uh, I suppose I was a little bit in shock really uh, on how small he was and when you're down at the start in, in among um, 15 other chasers and uh, looking looking across and they're, they're, they're higher than you are. <laughs> the thing about Tiger is that even though he's small, he acts like a big horse. And Davy Russell, who'd ridden Tiger to his first Cheltenham win more than two and a half years earlier, well, Davy already knew that. When you have a, a smaller horse, they have less scope, as in the length of their stride. They're, they're smaller, and same as in any walk of life, they have to work that little bit harder. Although he was small in stature, everything else was big about him. He had a massive stride on him, and Tiger Roll had loads of scope. Lining up for the second time kind of get the adrenaline buzz then and uh, his all systems go from, from then on. And they're off in the JT McNamara Ladbrokes Munster National. This was Tiger's biggest racing test to date. The longest race he'd ran in at three miles and the most amount of fences he'd jumped, 16 in total. And his young jockey, Dunham Myler, didn't really know what to expect 
as he and Tiger approach the first fence. Yeah, it's kind of held for a ladder down to the first till you get a posse and uh, yeah, he, he jumped away the finest and uh, he carried me carried me the whole way around and then um, halfway they've another nine fences left to jump as they approach number eight and it's I was surprised how well I was going and it was soft ground that day and I think usually you'd be kind of trying to conserve a bit of energy um, on that ground and to give him a chance to breathe and to relax rightful boy Rachel Blackmore four and in fifth place on Fiddler's Green Mark in right then comes Tiger Roll elegant states um, I was probably supposed to be a little handier than I was but look at he was jumping and he was travelling so he was happy so I was happy yeah. I hit the front coming down the hill in Limerick and I was just praying I said please stay going because if, if you don't stay going Gordon's going to pull me off the horse um, for hitting the front too soon as they race round the home turn so it's Kyle Crow, Danny Mullins on the outside of Tiger Roll and Donna Myler and these two now go on just feel them growing growing with confidence underneath you and, and I don't know what it was but he, he wanted to go forward and yeah he was a willing partner that day and running up towards the finish in the JT McNamara Ladbrokes Monster National it's Tiger Roll for Donna Myler a winning spare great day Tiger Roll wins for Donna Myler and Gordon Elliott second is Stellar Notion some adrenaline rush now so it was and to ride ride a winner for Gordon and, and O'Leary's was, was unbelievable he's a gorgeous horse um, with, with a swagger um, everything's going a million mile an hour back then when it all happens but uh, it was kind of all a blur I was so young at the time and you know them big days just just go so quickly you know this wasn't just a big day for Donna Myler and Tiger Roll. It was also a big day for JT McNamara's family, as it was the first running of a race in his name. JT, or John Thomas, was an amateur jockey from Limerick who broke his neck in a race at the 2013 Cheltenham Festival, leaving him paralysed. JT had died just a few months before Tiger won the race named in his honour. A reminder, if needed that horse racing has its great days and its desperately tragic days. Tiger wouldn't have known it, but in winning in Limerick in October 2016, he had saved his racing career, as Jigginstown racing manager Eddie O'Leary remembers. Like he was almost on the sales list to be sold. He went through the summer that year, so he was going to be sold. You know? and then, but then he progressed through the summer and he won, he won the Kerry National and the rest says history. Tiger ran twice more in the winter of 2016, finishing third both times, before being entered into the Cheltenham Festival in March 2017. And this time, he'd have his first and only female jockey on board, Lisa O'Neill. I knew Tiger Rowe very well, actually. Um, when he first arrived into Gordon's after coming from the sales from Nigel Hawks, um, I was actually one of the first people that was sent over to ride him out that morning that he arrived. Three years on from that morning, and having spent many a day exercising Tiger back at Gordon Elliott's yard, Lisa was about to find herself riding on a world stage in her very first ride at the Cheltenham Festival. I was lucky to be in the right place at the right time. March 
2017, I think it was the 13th of March, the ride on Tiger Roll became available. I went over on the ferry uh, on the lorry with the horses. You're very much part of the team when you're over there and you're just making sure that the horses are comfortable and then they're offloaded when we get to destination Cheltenham and um, they're put in stables which are prepared and ready for them and they get their overnight rugs and yeah, everyone's happy. I brought my gear over with me and I was very excited. It was actually, it was my first ride at the festival. So me and myself actually was over the moon just to ride and be able to participate at the festival, let alone kind of thinking what, what was going to happen. And on the 14th of March, the day of Tiger Roll's seventh birthday, Lisa began her build up to the race early that morning rode out that morning and Tiger Roll went out and had a trot or a walk around. The horses are washed for the day um, and they're all walked around and cooled off and, and put back in their stable. Normally my routine actually when I go to Cheltenham I tend to make sure once I finish riding out I go walk the track. I like to go by myself because um, I just like to get in, get in the zone and just have a walk around the track that I'm going to be riding. You plan it out a little bit in your head, where you're going to go, maybe what you're going to do. Familiarise yourself with your surroundings and where each fence is and I suppose, do you know how far you are away from home at each point in the race? Just kind of getting it all in order in your head, really. Then I tend to maybe go back and have a shower and change, maybe have something small to eat and, uh, yeah, head, head to the races then for the day. And if we are going to see a very good horse... In the minutes before the race, Tiger's trainer Gordon Elliott was interviewed by ITV Racing about Tiger's chances. Now, how about Tiger Roll? Because I've been getting vibes yeah. of increasing confidence about him. He's in great form, so he's, you know, the better the ground, the better chance he has. If Lisa gets into a nice rhythm, uh, he's got a good chance. Well, Lisa O'Neill. Lisa O'Neill, yeah. Uh, she's going to the ground, hunt away and take her time, and if she's good enough to have a go on second last. The key with him, if he's going early, he's on a going day. You know, after three fences. <laughs> if, if, he gets into, if he jumps the first three well in a nice rhythm, we're OK. Well, I st- hope he's still going well fence four. Best of luck. Thanks very much. Thank Thanks. Gordon had trained Tiger for this race, but today it was an all-female team around Tiger. His groom, Louise McGee, knew Tiger better than most. So he's he's always quite chilled out and relaxed, like when he's at home and stuff like that. But when he gets away and like when he gets to Cheltenham, he, he gets lit up. He knows where he is and he he's such a small little horse. And he'd filled out, he was strong and we knew he was kind of back to his best. You could see his heart was back and he was back loving the game again. Runners making their way out then, 18 of them, and Tiger Roll, the former Triumph Hurdle winner, is leading them out. Jockey Lisa O'Neill. I walked out of the parade ring and I had uh, Louise McGee and Cara Morgan with me, who I had actually travelled over with in the lorry. Um, I was excited, a little bit nervous, but excited. And I was glad to have two people beside me that I knew walking me out. They kind of put a bit of pep in your step as well. Whilst we mentioned one former Cheltenham Festival winner in Tiger Roll, we ought to mention the other. This was going to be Tiger's longest ever race, at four miles. So he'd need more endurance, more stamina, and more luck than he'd ever needed before. I think Tiger Roll was uh, double figures in the betting, so he, he was by no means overly fancied. It's a four-mile race, um, a lot can happen, a lot of fences to jump. Tiger Roll's form had been a little bit in and out um, before I, uh, I rode him that day. Didn't know if he'd stay four miles. He's not bred to stay four miles, so it was a real big question mark. This race 
the National Hunt Challenge Cup is reserved for amateur jockeys. And in 2017, just like in Limerick, the Cheltenham Festival had honoured JT McNamara by naming this race in his memory that year, a race JT himself had won on two previous occasions. The first of three Cheltenham Festival races restricted exclusively to the amateurs. So I headed off down to the start and uh, the tapes went down and we jumped off. As they get over the first fence, they are all safely over all... I was a little bit worried early on because he was actually pulling quite hard and I, I thought um, he's never going to stay for a mile if he's going to pull that hard. Um, you know, if he doesn't preserve the energy that he needs. You know, it's, it's, it's like a, a long-distance runner um, sprinting for the start of the race and not being able to sustain his his kind of stamina. The tiger roll is in fourth. The yellow of Martello Tower. He he jumped okay. Um, he actually hit a couple of fences. Martello Tower and a shuddering error by Tiger Roll, who may have been. You know, he was only getting as high as he had to get. He knew what he was doing. He he might have frightened me a couple of times. I definitely thought, oh my God, how is he still standing up? But yeah, that's just him, I suppose. You know, he, he's such a clever horse. I was lucky to stay on his back to be fair because he was never going to fall still very tightly grouped however all 18 of them still there Tiger Roll literally headbutted a few of these fences and each time he did that it threw Lisa's balance but she kept holding on and Tiger kept going as he began to relish the challenge and um, we done the first circuit of Cheltenham missed approach still going well it's Tiger Roll racing we went out in our second circuit and I was probably I think I might have been fourth or fifth at the time I was just trying to keep a lid on him actually because he was still pulling quite hard Tiger Roll is travelling very powerfully on the inside in fourth position and we actually went down to jump the third last fence the hill. they've just got three more to take in the national hunt he jumped it really really well and uh, landed a little bit closer to the front blows for three miles now to Tiger Roll the and and I kind of thought whoa <laughs> he's still tanking along on the inside for Lisa O'Neill that's when the first kind of I first started thinking Jesus I might actually have a chance here what Lisa was feeling in Tiger was that heart that his groom Louise mentioned for Jigginstown racing manager Eddie O'Leary that's the will to win the horse has to, has to have the will to win when the horse eyeballs another horse he says hey boy this is mine He's got the will to win. He wants to beat the other horse. Now being joined by Tiger Roll, and Tiger Roll comes through to take the lead. Champers on ice has been pulled And then I kind of got lower in the saddle to give him a squeeze to go on, and I was waiting for something to come past me because I thought, like, this wasn't, like, real, realistic, like, this was not happening. They take the second last. It was Tiger Roll that had the lead. He went down to the last fence, and he popped it brilliantly, and, and the rest is history. They're over the final fence, and Tiger Roll and Lisa O'Neill are now clear. They've gone clear by about 10 lengths, but he's a dual winner now at the Jordan Festival. The triumph in 2014, and now it is the National Hunt Chase for Tiger Roll. Mr. In the moments after that win, Tiger's owner, Michael O'Leary, was interviewed in the winner's enclosure about his horse and jockey Lisa O'Neill. But she's a superb pilot, lovely girl. I mean, she's tiny. 
Uh, but you see the way, I mean, he really enjoyed, Tiger Roll loved it. He was there rolling along for, you know, and he has a way, he has his own way, his own way of doing things. And um, Michael, they're very well matched, aren't they? Because he isn't the biggest, is he? He's not the biggest, and he has his own ideas about the game. I think she gave him a peach of a ride. He was always there third or fourth. He was loving it, just bowling along, and delighted for Lisa, and another a great day for both. A delighted Michael O'Leary, and an equally delighted Lisa O'Neill, wreathed in smiles as she rides. As Lisa and Tiger made their way back to the parade ring, carrying an Irish flag, Gordon Elliott was already there. This was the race that he'd waited for. After a few years of Tiger's faltering successes and failures, Gordon was beaming. His faith in Tiger had been proven, and he could see then what no one else could. And in that parade ring, he turned and whispered to Eddie O'Leary of his plans for Tiger. And then, then Gordon, straight after the race in the, in the parade ring, said, I have two races for that horse next year. And I said, what's that? He said, the cross-country chase and the international. Best look at this, he can't jump. Yeah. I said, Gordon, he's headbutted every single fence in Cheltenham here. How is he going to get around those two things? Yeah. Gordon said that then. Yeah. When, Gordon, when Gordon says these things, it pays to listen. And I didn't believe it. I said, it's crazy. Eddie was right. This did look crazy. Two of the most difficult races in terms of jumping and stamina and Tiger Roll, this small horse bred to run short distances on the flat, this was where he was heading? That win at Cheltenham was one Lisa will never forget, the pinnacle of her racing career. It's overwhelming really. I never thought I'd be in the position to ride at a Cheltenham festival, never mind ride a winner. And just, I suppose, coming back in and, you know, being congratulated and it's just that feeling like it just, it gives you shivers, really. That evening, when all the excitement had died down, Tiger Roll was loaded into his van and taken back home to his stable in County Meath. By the end of the Cheltenham Festival, Gordon Elliott was leading trainer, with six winners, three seconds and three-thirds. Tiger Roll ran once more in that 2017 season, pulling up in that race, before spending the summer back at his owner's home at Jigginstown House Stud in Westmeath. When Tiger returned to training in the autumn, there was now a definite plan ahead. The cross-country race at the Cheltenham Festival and the biggest national hunt race of them all, the Aintree Grand National. As autumn turned to winter, preparations were going just about okay for the season ahead. Tiger finished second in two races in October 2017, before going to Clonmel in November, which is when jockey Keith Donoghue really enters Tiger's story. Keith Donoghue is my name, Tiger Road, been a brilliant horse for me. I was brought up in horses. I got into the pony racing when I was 11, and I rode 150 winners pony racing. When I was 16 then, I went moved on to the track and I've been recording since then. Like. like Tiger, Keith had had his struggles in racing. I've always struggled with my weight. Um, you know, I'm six foot, so I'm quite tall for being a jockey. And, you know, some people are six foot, but they can be slim build, but I'd be broad enough, you know. I need to look more like a footballer than actually a jockey. And uh, it's just constant struggles with the weight. I just had to give it up a couple of times. That fight to keep his weight down caught up in Keith. Six months earlier, he'd actually given up on riding altogether. But in the summer of 2017, taking a step back allowed him clear his head a bit. And by November, 
Keith found himself in line to race Tiger at Clonmel. To be honest, I wasn't expecting much going down because I knew he wasn't going great anyway. And he pulled up after a lap and a half. He didn't jump great. He wasn't moving great. He kind of like I came in. I didn't know really what to say to Gordon. And Gordon just said to me, "I think we'll send him for the banks races." And I remember him saying that to me. And I go, "God, God help whoever's going to have to ride him over them because the way he was after jumping." The banks race is how those in the racing business refer to cross-country races. A race with a variety of different types of fences, different heights, where horses jump up onto a bank of ground, jump a fence and then jump off the bank. And a few weeks after Clonmel, it was Keith who was saying a few prayers for himself. Because Gordon Elliott had partnered himself and Tiger together in training and entered Tiger into his first cross-country race, which Keith now began training for. We had done obviously a bit of schooling on him at home. And he was actually taking to them better than I thought he would. He was going okay. This cross-country race was taking place in mid-December 2017 in Cheltenham. And on the morning of the race, Keith took Tiger out around the course to give him his first taste of what was to come. A schooling trip, as they call it. So then we gave him a pop that morning over there. And he just jumped okay. He slid down off a couple of banks, kind of fell, rolled onto his belly... And Davy Russell was actually on Blessed Wings that morning and he looked at me and he goes, best of luck, Keith. That's all he said to me. Fell three times. See, he fell, he just came, went down on his knees a couple of times and I was thinking he, he, he needs to learn fairly fast. Just wasn't paying attention to what he was doing because he has a fair opinion of himself. He thinks that he can burst out through everything. You know, fence doesn't really bother him. He thinks he can burst out through him, but with the with the bank race, you can't do that. You need to respect him. You need to lift your legs and jump up off the ground and and back down. And uh, he didn't. He hadn't really clicked in with him yet. But I think that was the making of him that day. That day was significant for Tiger. He'd been a bit arrogant schooling around the course thinking he knew what to do so it put some manners on him and it was a new challenge and if there's one thing we knew about Tiger by now it was that he loved new challenges that afternoon in the real race Tiger was already putting into practice what he learned that morning on the schooling run three and a quarter miles 32 fences they jumped the first of them a hedge and Tiger roll was a bit slow then in the race he actually jumped well but he was just very careful and was losing ground at them. And over there, you have to be quick, you have to brush through them, you can't waste ground. And he was just losing ground and got a bit detached, but, you know, got around. I was happy that he got around. The lessons Tiger learned from his first trip around a cross-country race really showed up when, in February 2018, he was back in Cheltenham for another schooling run, preparing for the big one, just a month away now, the Cheltenham Festival. And then when we brought him over and... February to school him he was just like a bullet just literally through the top of the hedges measuring him to a tee it was a different horse it just clicked one and he's just so intelligent like them hedges like they're all different sizes in the cross country races and you have a, a rail and you have a bank and he just judges them all to a tee jumps them all just within an inch of danger <laughs> but he, he, he knows what he's doing Tiger Roll was now almost eight years old he had taken a totally unexpected path in racing from running in the flat to hurdles, jumps, ditches and now banks. He had some great wins along the way, but lean spells as well. But he had shown something special 
to the people who believed in him, and they were now willing to give him a shot at the biggest prize in jumps racing. He's just a freak of a horse, you know. Like he's small, he's everything going against him to win a Grand National. And that's where we'll be going next in this incredible story of Tiger Roll, the People's Horse. As they race down towards the last, and Tiger Roll goes to the front in the national. Oh, 